your eyes tired, scratchy, itchy and feeling really dry at the end of a very long day in front of your computer, you might be suffering from computer vision syndrome. We discuss this matter a bit further today. I'm Rian, your honest IT advisor from IP Dimension. Let's talk IT. I'm joined today by Yorina Lombard from Brooklyn Optica. Uh, welcome, Yorina. Tell us a bit about what it is that you do at Brooklyn Optica. Good morning, Rian. Thank you for having me. So I am a dispensing optician and a lab technician. That basically means that I specialize in lens and frame design. I interpret prescriptions that I receive from the optometrist and then prescribe the best possible lens design for that specific prescription to the patient. Uh, it is also my job to do the final inspection and quality control on the finished pair of spectacles before our patients are able to come and collect them from our practice. Uh, and then uh, when they do collect their spectacles, I make 100% sure that the frames are adjusted to fit their, uh, their faces and that they are able to see well with their glasses. <laughs> Definitely a contact that we must have. <laughs> Irina, so it's a beautiful blue day outside and, and some blue skies all over South Africa. Um, but there's a, another kind of blue light and that's the blue light that's emitted from computer screens. So how does this differ from natural blue light and is this harmful to our eyes? I'm going to try and give you the short answer. Natural blue light as we see it in the sky and blue light that is emitted from computer screens are actually are actually exactly the same. The difference is the amount of blue light that we get from computer screens is only a fraction of that that we get from the sun. So a blue light in itself has a very short wavelength uh, and it is called high energy visible light. So they scatter when they strike the air and water molecules in the atmosphere. The high degree in scattering of these rays is then what makes the sky look blue on a cloudless day. Here is the problem with too much blue light. The eye is not very good at blocking blue light. The lens and the cornea, so that is the front part of the eye, are very effective at block, uh, blocking UV rays um, from reaching the light sens sensitive back of the eye or the retina. Uh, in fact, less than 1% of UV radiation from the sun reaches the retina, uh, even if you aren't wearing sunglasses. And, and that specifically in South Africa is quite a good thing if you think about only 1% re reaching that sensitive part of the eyes, right? Because we've got such a, a high sunshine environment. Yes, Rian, definitely, definitely. Uh, but then if we go back to the blue light side, um, on the other hand, virtual, virtually all visible blue light passes through the cornea and lens and reaches the retina where it then causes um, potential harm. So sunlight, is, the, as I mentioned, is the main source of this blue light. And being outdoors during daylight is where most of us get uh, most of our exposure. But the amount of time that people are spending in front of digital devices, such as computer screens, that only emits that fraction of blue light are troublesome. And it makes healthcare professionals concerned about the long-term effects that this artificial blue light uh, could have on the health of the eye. For one thing, uh, we know for sure that blue lights affect our wake and sleeping cycles. Um, and then, of course, you get that computer vision syndrome that we will talk about just now. 
Work from home is a buzzword these days. I read a post on your social media page about computer vision syndrome, and that sparked some of my interest. So what exactly is this syndrome? All right, Rian, so the muscles of our eyes, just like any other muscle in the body, can tire from overuse. Any discomfort caused in your eyes by excessive wear and tear is collectively referred to as eye strain. The symptoms of eye strain vary from person to person, so this will all depend on, on uh, the amount of time that you are actually spending in front of your computer. Uh, but these symptoms uh, can vary. It can be uh, sore eyes, tired, dry, burning eyes, uh, blurry. Scratchy eyes, for yes, instance. Yeah. Definitely double vision, um, increased sensitivity to light, headaches, neck shoulder or back pain due to your poor posture because if you think how you're sitting in front of your computer normally our postures are not very um, upright we we actually slouch so. while you're saying this my mind is going tick 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 yeah <laughs> ticking all those check boxes <laughs> yes so and as i mentioned the blue light scatters more easily and it is not uh, easily focused and causes strain on our eyes and then of course we stare at our computer screens and and we forget to blink so uh, and that is where that that dry eyes um, comes from and then of course that the eye strain speaking about blinking of the eyes um, how often should we blink and, and what advice can you give to our listeners to remember to blink? It sounds silly, but we forget to blink. So what's your advice? <laughs> My advice would be put a sticky note on your computer that says <laughs> blink. Um, Ariane, yes, we normally blink approximately 12 times uh, a minute. If we stare at our computer, that may um, decrease to about six times a minute. And then what you can also do is, is the 20-20-20 rule. Uh, that actually means that for 20, every 20 minutes, you should stare at something that's about 6 meters or then 20 feet, feet away for 20 seconds. You can also use uh, eye drops, lubricating uh, eye drops. Uh, that will be the ones that do not have any harmful preservatives in. So please ask your optometrist or your chemist. Uh, and then to help prevent the dry eyes while working indoors, consider using uh, a cleaner or a filter, a dust filter a humidifier, uh, and that will all then add, uh, add moisture to the air. And aircons, do you think aircons also contributes to dry eyes and, and, you know, redness of eyes, scratchy eyes? Yes, definitely. It will actually dry dry your eyes, your eyes out. And now in our winter times, we've got heaters on, so that also is a major factor in, in drying out our eyes. And then if you try eye exercises, you can maybe keep the head steady and stretch the eyes by looking from side to side, upwards, downwards, and crossways, clockwise, counterclockwise, circular move movements. They are all, all very good to do. All eye movement movements need to be done slowly and smoothly. So do each exercise about three times. That will definitely also help to relax the eyes. It's funny that you mention exercises now. So I, I had a yoga class the other day and we rubbed our palms of our hands to generate some heat and then placed our palms of our hands on our eyes. And and this has an amazing sensation that heat transferred from the palms to your eyes. It, it relaxes your eyes. So why is this good for your eyes and, and why does it feel good? 
heat is definitely great for your eyes, Rian. Uh, but I would say more effective than warm hands would be something like a warm cloth uh, or heated Wheatie bag. You can heat them up in the microwave, but please not burning hot, uh, just a comfortable heat. Apply the bag to your eyelid area for about five minutes, uh, depending on the severity of your dry eye or tired eyes. The heat will unblock the oil glands by melting the oil so it can flow freely. This will lubricate your eyes naturally and help with those dry eyes. You should visit uh, maybe your dry eye clinic. We actually have a dry eye clinic in the practice uh, for more tips on this. And then um, the other thing is, is your eyelid hygiene. So it's very important to clean your eyes and eyelids every day. People with dry eyes tend to rub their eyes a lot, which is not good. And eye rubbing can cause inflammation uh, while letting dust and microbes enter the eyes. Good eyelid hygiene not only relieves the symptoms, it is the most important part of, of treating your dry eyes. Um, the aim is to soothe the eyelids, unplug any blocked meibomian uh, glands and clear out any stagnant oily secretions. This daily routine consists of three parts. That will be then the warmth, the massage and the cleansing. So you should really visit our dry eye clinic in the practice to help you do this correctly. And it, it, it is really great for dry eyes. And once we visited your practice for this dry eye um, clinic specifications, um, is that something that you can continue doing at home? Oh, yes, definitely. We give you a dry eye pack with, with everything in there. And uh, we really show you very nicely how to then uh, do this yourself at home. Irina, I have spectacles with lenses with specific coatings on them. So it's blue light reduction as well as computer glare, anti-glare um, specifications. Tell us a bit more about computer and anti-glare coatings. Um, can they be added afterwards? Um, Rian, yes. So you actually get two different types of anti-glare. You get the blue light and then you get the normal anti-glare that's on the lenses. But let me start by saying that it cannot be added onto your spectacle lenses afterwards. It's a very specialized process and it needs to be applied to the lens before it's cut into your spectacle frames. Rian, the blue light filter filters out the harmful portion of blue light while allowing the good portion of blue light to pass through. The benefits, I would say, is it neutralizes the blue light, preventing eye strain and fatigue, and then also it reduces the glare for a more comfortable and relaxed vision. Uh, it can also enhance contrast perception, offering a more natural color experience, and then it protects your, protect your lenses against water, dirt, grease, and dust, um, and your glasses will, will be kept cleaner for, for longer. If we look at a, a normal anti-reflective coating, um, if... I look at somebody that doesn't have any anti-glare on their glasses. Uh, there's actually a lot of uh, reflection going on on that front surface. If you've got the anti-glare on your glasses, it takes away that reflectiveness um, on the lens surface itself. Think about it this way. Having lenses without an anti-glare is like having a dirty windshield on your car. Uh, it makes a big difference at the end of the day when your vision has been free of in impediments like glare. So it's, it's definitely worth your while to have an anti-reflective coating on your spectacle lenses. When I was much younger, my mom used to warn me not to watch too much TV because my eyes would turn into little squares. <laughs> Why should we not watch as much TV? And do you think my mom had a point in this? 
<laughs> my, my mom actually warned me about the same thing. Um, Rihanna, I don't think about uh, that your eyes will actually turn into squares, but smartphones and tablets are a constant distraction for not only adults but children as well. Our eyes are simply just not made to stare at screens close to us. Uh, we need to look far in the distance. Children's vision is still developing. Uh, we are getting more and more children with visual problems. They are becoming more short-sighted, and then they've got a lot of accommodative problems. So that depth perception, right, if, if you force a, a young child to stare at something very close, then they don't get that depth perception at all. If they're looking at digital devices or computer screens, uh, cell phones, then they are actually looking at a two-dimensional object and not a three-dimensional object. Um, they do not learn how to look far, how to look up, how to look down, how to look deep, how to look shallow. So this makes learning difficult for children because they are not able to focus on the task at hand. Um, smartphones and tablets are now replacing the activities that are so important in developing a child's creativity, uh, their imagination, and it's slowing their sensory and their optical development. Irina, from what age should we teach our young the correct digital vision practice for good eye health going forward? Rian, I would say it should be from birth. Parents and adults are so used to giving a child a phone or an iPad to keep them busy. But remember, it hampers their visual and their physical development. Rather give them screen time, I would say about 20 minutes or an hour a day and definitely not before bedtime. Yorina, tell us a bit more about Brooklyn Optica and how our listeners can reach you. Uh, Rian, Brooklyn Optica is an optometric practice and we've been around for roughly about 30 years with the friendliest, well-trained staff and the best coffee in Pretoria. I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, of course, when there's not COVID, but the, because at the moment we're not allowed to serve coffee, sorry. We have an in-house spectacle lens laboratory where we can manufacture 60% of our patients' spectacle lenses on site. And that we can also do within an hour after uh, their eyes have been tested. The rest of our lenses we order from outside laboratories. And then we also do minor repairs on spectacle frames. Uh, we've got roughly about 1,800 spectacle frames on site uh, to suit all our patients' needs. And we are located in Hazelwood on the corner of Penasta and 18th Street in the club building. You can also find us on Facebook or on Instagram. And please feel free to send us an email at uh, Boptica, that's P-O-P-T-I-C-A, at mweb.co.za. I've been to your uh, optometric um, workspace and your frame room is something worth mentioning. Uh, first off, I haven't seen as many frames in one single location. <laughs> and secondly, you do really cater for all walks of life, all fashion statements. Um, you would not go wrong by visiting Boptica. Um, they would really sort you out with an ideal set of spectacles um, that would fit your face and um, yeah, match your frame. It's, it's brilliant and, and a great contact to have. Yorina, uh, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing this knowledge with us. Um, it's been really a, a great pleasure talking to you. It's a pleasure, Rihanna. Thank you for having me. I hope to see uh, many of your listeners around. Excellent. Talking about our listeners, we've got a special promotion with Brooklyn Optica, and that's through IP Dimension. So for every eye test that's performed at Brooklyn Optica and paid for, you could mention the promo code IP Dimension 
and get a free box of Zeiss lens wipes that you can use to wipe your digital devices, such as your cell phone or your tablet, any of your digital screens. So that's the promo code IP Dimension to get your box of free Zeiss lens wipes, and that's valid for the month of August 2020. Listeners, thank you so much for joining me today, and it's been really informative, and I look forward to talking to you again. As always, please send your comments and your feedback to marketing at ipdimension.net. Have a great day.